This is Gemarin Shkalim Daf Yud Dalid. Hope everyone had a beautiful Yontif as we conclude Mesech Shkalim moving into the final week. This All the Shirim for this month, the month of Nisan, has been censored by the Kroon family, the Nishmas Chaim Mordechai ben Aftali Tzvi, the learning of the entire Chaburah should be a tremendous Chosil and Nishmasai. Of course, our Chedim and Bevega Chaim Besar Shalom Tzivim raised the Sarbaz Gnendol, Shalom and Chayit, Basim Chayit, Sayyid Yusuf, and Mindel, and the Paris of Shavlai, Shambaz Navi, Shavi, 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 we pick it up in the bottom of you'd give them and base, and the Gemaras here are a bit easier, a bit more agadata. We're going through the 15 different appointees, different positions of the base of Migdash, and we said that Ben Achio was appointed for something about stomach disorders, stomach issues. It says the Gemara, four lines on the bottom of you'd give them and base. Why would the Kahanim have stomach issues? That they need to have a special person to help them. They would walk barefoot on the floor, which was cold. They would eat meat, and drink water. They would come to intestinal issues, and therefore, and this person, Ben Achia, he knew, and he knew which wine was good for the intestines. And which one would be bad for the intestines? And that was his job. We continue then. We dig the ditches. Says the Gemara. Last line in the Gemara of the He would dig. He would dig ditches and caves of the Yada. And he knew as you move along too. Yudalid Amar Aleph. He knew which stone had cold water underneath it, and which stone had hot areas underneath it. And he knew how deep the stone extended. And that was his chachma, his wisdom, so he was able to take the appropriate ditches. And this person, this wonderful Nechunya, his son died in thirst, which of course is not called irony, we're talking about the judgment of God, as we'll see, but the point of these stories are that even though his entire job, his entire purpose on this world was making irrigational canals, yet his son was stricken with he, uh, the similar disease, he died from thirst. And Amrav Chanina, Mandam Rachmana Vatrin, if someone says that God is a Vatrin, that Hashem doesn't care about our actions, Yavatrim and Emayahi, his intestines should be relaxed, meaning he'll have stomach issues. Rather, Hashem is slow to anger, but ultimately he's going to accept and he's going to collect his dues, meaning Someone has any Averas, and obviously it's Nechunya. There was some Avera, uh, some Avera on his level, and that's why his son, unfortunately, was, uh, died such a terrible death. Now, this is obviously a continuation of the previous that which we just said, that his surroundings, God's surroundings, this Aramaid, are very, very turbulent, very shooken up. What does that mean? That Hashem is careful with the Hasidim, with the Sadiq, and Kechot one little hair's breath. 
Rav. That's not the reason. Ella, you know what the Makar is? Min Madach Sivan, which it says, Vinayrahu, and he is awesome, Akosvivav, and all his surroundings, and Mayral Karevav, his fear, his awe, is upon all those who are near him. Yoyzim and Archaikim, more than those who are far from him, which obviously we know that the concept here is that Hashem purges them and cleanses us on this world and different Sadiqim so that they get to war in the next world, and therefore those who are closer are judged with a finer judgment. Rav Chagai B'Shem Yerushma Bar Nachman Maisel is a similar story to the above. There was a certain pious man who dug ditches, pits and vaults, different water areas for the passers-by. All the people, this was his job. His own daughter was going to her and the river swept her away. Everyone was crying and everyone tried to consult this man. Everyone Try to console him on the terrible death of his daughter who swept away on the way to her wedding. And he would not accept and he would not be consoled. All Rabbi Ben Yair came to him and he also wanted to console him. And he didn't want to accept it. What? You're a righteous person. Why aren't you accepting it? True, God has his ways, but you have to accept the condolences and you have to move on. So Amru lay, they said to him, Rabbi, they told Pichas bin Yair, this was the story, this is what happened. I'm sorry, this was this person's profession that used to help people. And this is what happened. So Pichas bin Yair, a little bit different than the previous story, said, is it possible that this person honors God with water? He's going to be cut down. His daughter's going to be killed with water. Miyad. There was a call. There was a rumor. There was everyone heard in the city that boss beat That man, the daughter. I'm sorry, the daughter of that man. She is alive and well. She just came home. How? It's the army. There was a branch. She was able to hold on, and the river swept underneath her, but she was saved. There was a malach in the shape in the image of a pichel ben yar and saved her. And again, obviously, each story. Difficult to understand, but that's what we're seeing over here. It comes off the job in the base Amigdash of digging ditches. Two interesting stories of different uh, Hasidim, we'll call them, that their children unfortunately died, or almost died, we could call it, uh, a similar death to their profession. Says the Gemara, Gvine Kroz. Gvine was the announcer. What do you announce? Sheyamachar is base Amigdash, you announce the base Amigdash, Maya Oimer. Ma hoya oimer. He will announce in the base of Migdash. What did he say? Amdu he said. Amdu akayhan and the kind should stand up. Lavoyta for their service. Lavim to do chanam and lavim for their stations. Yisrael ma madam. The lavim go up to the platform and the Israels go to their area. Grievous amelech. Shama koyloi arches barsayis. Grievous amelech. Give testimony. He heard the voice of this cross and this announcer. Eight barsayis, very far distance. And he gave him many gifts. He has such an ability to project his voice and announce the base of English. Ben Gever on the Shalom. The next next job was Ben Gever that he used to close the gates. Tirgum says the Gemara. Rav Kumi the base of Shila. Kara Gavra Ichras Kruza. They announced. I'm sorry, the, the Maturgamam explained that Karakavra Ivriz Kruza. The man called and proclaimed his proclamation. What's going on over here? It's a bit of a Hakdama to Yuma, which is coming up next. Yuma Dafchav Beis discusses that at what time 
the first avoid in the base of English was done, the Chumas Adesh and the clearing away of the ashes. When was that done? What was the time? So the Gemara over there calls it Chris Gever. The worst same word Gever as our person Ben Gever. So the Gemara now goes into that word. What does the word Gever mean? So the Gemara quotes from the Gemara over there that what it means is that you say get up and announce it's time. Uh, it's time to Karoi Achris Karuza. I'm sorry. He would proclaim the proclamation. That was the time of the carbon tamid, and that's the first shita. When was the time that the Shumas Adeshin occurred? Amr Lai, Amr Kra, Tarnagai La. And the Torah, if you're right, the Torah should have said, Amr Kra, Tarnagai La. It should have said, Tarnagai La, not Tarnagol, Vatinam Ben Gever. And they called him Ben Gever. Rather, says Gmaris, Chalamema Bar, Tarnagal Ta. Rather, it must mean, no, I'm sorry, I read that incorrectly. Let's go back a second. Amr Lai, they said to him, one more time. Say that what the Pasuk means, meaning it doesn't mean at the time of carbon time, and it means at the time of the Tarnagal. What's the time of the Tarnagal? The time when the chicken wave rooster wakes up in the morning. So Amar so you respond to him, no. Vatina ben Gever says ben Gever is and therefore, that's the machlekes of here. What was the time of the Chumas Hadeshen? Which, of course, we'll see more in a few weeks when we get to the Sigya in Yuma. Says the Gemara, Ben Babi Alab Kia. Ben Babi was in charge of the wicks. What would he do? He would adjust the wicks in the base of Migdash for the Menayra. Rav Yaisi, all the Kofra. Rav Yaisi went to a place called Kofra. He wanted to pay, he wanted to appoint different people. To be in charge of this city, and they would not accept what which he said. So Avesi went and said to them, but it says in our Mishnah, Ben Baba El that Bababi was in charge of the wicks. This person in Mishnah, he was appointed over the wicks. And he was he was married to be appointed with the Gdala Adar Atem Shat and the Smanama Khain the Fashis like Koshigin. So you shall let me make the appointments in your city because you can get even a greater reward. Bring your Raya from even a mundane job of cutting the wicks. Certainly someone who's in charge of other people's affairs. Says the Gemara further, Ben Arzal on the symbol which we learned to the Mishnah, either meant the symbol or meant different musical instruments. About 15 lines from where the lines get uh, a bit wide. God, like we learned over there, Hainif, Haskan, the Skan waved with Sudarin with flags. When they start, when he waved the flags, he would slam the symbols as the Avaida in the base of Migdash got underway. Hogris ben Levi al-Ashir was appointed over the singing. Amr Avachani Ima Yisira Yoyodiya had a beautiful voice. Amr Yolav, they sent him out Hogris ben Levi. Shayim and Amni has called up his Amr. He was able to sing his voice in the song. Shayim Naiz, Kay Loi B'Techpev and he put his thumb in his mouth. Hayam Maitzi Kama meaning Zemr, whatever that means, different musical instruments will come out in the musical notes. Ve'kolach HaVekanim Ezrakim L'Bevas Reish and everyone would jump back to the power and the beauty of his voice. That was Hogras ben Levi, his job of singing. And we continue based Kamla Maisel Lechma upon him. He was in charge of the Lechma upon him, the twelve showbreads on the Shulchan. Based Kamla Yabakim and Maisel Lechma upon him, a name that we've seen. Based Kamla was in charge of the Lechma upon him, and the putting it into the oven and taking it out, which both of them were tremendous Chachmas. We'll see. And they didn't want to teach anyone else how to do this job. The reason why it was tremendous Chachmas. 
Chachma is because the mold that the breads went in were shaped a bit like a U. So to get that into the oven and to get it out of the oven and get it out of the mold were tremendous Chachma. And this beast Garmu did not want to tell anyone how to do it. The Chachamim sent and brought different crafts in Alexandria. They knew how to do it as well. But they did not know how to take out the bread. They only knew how to put it in. What's the difference? They would, they would fire in the inside and they would remove it when the fire was on the outside. And the bread would never spoil. We know one of the miracles was the bread stayed from week to week. But these uh, wise men, these craftsmen of Alexandria, Excuse me, my sticking me with them, but writing me with them, vice me have choice in the bread. Would spoil. The Chachamim heard what was going on. Amru, they said, Hashem created everything for His sake. Everything Hashem created for His own sake. So what happened? They sent. And they sent to the family of Bizkarmu, and they asked them, you have to teach us how to do it. They didn't want to come. Until they doubled their wages. Originally they took 12 mana, and then they took 24 mana, the first wide line. So he said, I understand. Why aren't you telling us how to do it? We have to know how to make the lechlab on him. So they responded, They said, we have a tradition that this piece of is going to be destroyed. So we don't want to teach anyone else. Why? We're nervous that people know how to make these lechlab upon him. Eventually, oh God forbid, we use his service for an idol. But they announced them for this family for praise. No one ever made such a bread. They never made even a bread similar to it. So no one would think that they were ever eating from the lechem upon him. Now we continue after lechem upon him was the ketairas. The family of Avatinas, they were commanded on the ketairas. They knew how to compound the ketairas. And the secret ingredient, a grass, was called Mala Ashan. That was a unique item that no one knew what it was. So this family of Esaftinas, they know. They also didn't want to tell anyone about it. Again, similar story. They brought crafts from Alexandria. But again, they didn't know the secret ingredient of Mala Ashan. When they would light the it will go straight up the cloud of smoke like a stick. And then it will go around and come back. It will spread out and then come down. But these craftsmen of Alexandria, the smoke like a normal fire would just dissipate, dissipate immediately. We see how wonderful God is. Everything was created for His own glory. The previous passage. They said, you have to teach about the Terrors. They don't want to watch 
people have zcharin, similar story. And they gave them 48 mana. What's going on? Why do you want teachers how to make the tires? They responded, The base of will be destroyed. We don't want to teach anyone else. Why not? We don't want them, God forbid, to use it as idol worship. They said this is a base of Tinas was a fabulous family. For the old generations, people from the base of Tinas family never put on perfume. Because no one, well, they didn't want anyone to suspect. Perhaps they're using the ingredients of the Ketairus light and not only that. If a male from this family married a woman from somewhere else, he made a stipulation in the wedding. I'm a nash, you like this passive, you're not allowed to wear perfume. We don't want people to say, that they're using the ingredients of the Kteris to smell good. A positive and a lima that we've seen already. If you're so careful, that which people say about us. I was standing in Yushalayim. I found a child from this family of Bisaftina, six lines before the very wide lines on Yudalam and Aleph. What family you from? Amalim Mishvach is plainly he. The family of Bisaftina is a martyr. They want to increase their own honor and decrease the honor of God. Their own honor was decreased. And the kvayt of heaven was increased. Amr Avikiva, Sakhli Shimon Ben Luga, Shimon Ben Luga told me, one time he was picking grass. He was picking with a certain child. And I saw the child was crying. I saw the child was laughing. Why are you laughing? Because my father's house, the honor. That's me. I'm sorry. That's why you're crying. Why are you laughing? The honor that tzaddikim are going to get lost in lavai, lasid in lavai. Two lines on the bottom. The Amid. What did you see? Malas Asha, and he saw this wonderful grass, and no one knew what it was. This Malas Asha, and So he said to him, "My child, teach me. Tell me what it is. Show me it." Hera Lee showed it to him, Amar Lee, Rabbi Messiah's Biadi. I have a Messiah in my family. May I have voice? I can't show it to anyone. That's the end of that story. And he didn't show him that grass. I met a family, a member of Beis Aftinos, and he had a scroll listing all the ingredients, all the different herbs of the Ketairis. And he said, My family members used to be very discreet, meaning that's why they made this scroll. As we turn over to they would give over this scroll, this scroll they would give over. Nowadays, they're no longer trustworthy. You take this scroll, he gave it to Rabbi Yechem and Nuri to safe keep the scroll. Be careful with it. When they came and told this story in front of Rabbi Kiva, he started crying. No longer do we have to say this family was not such a good family. We see how careful they were hiding the secrets of the Kataris. Says the Gemara, before concluding this Mishnah, 
Elazar was on the Parechas, Al Parechas, Shemimon, Al Argei Parechas, the weavers. Pinchas Amalbish, Shemalbish, Big Deikuni, you addressed the Kahanim, Gedolim, Gedolo. There was a certain kain that was dressed with the uh, military officer. He was dressed with a uh, military officer, who dressed, I'm sorry, he dressed the military officer, and the officer gave him eight golden coins, and some say gave him 12 golden coins, just showing us what the wonderful job is to get so undressed that you would pay so much money. That was the job of the family of Pinchas to dress like a Hanim Gidelim. Says the Mishnah, There is no no less than seven supervisors, and three treasurers. We never put an appointee, a financial authority over the congregation. There's always two people. was on the intestinal issues. Those two jobs they accepted, but everything else, you always have a minimum of two people. Says the Gemara, there's never less than three treasurers and seven supervisors. There are always two overseers on top of the supervisors. So there are seven supervisors with two on top of them. It says in the Apostle of Yechiel, Vinachas, Yechiel and Azyahu, and Nachas, those were the three, they are Gizbar, and they were the treasures. Vashael, Vyermiyos, Vyizbar, Vyel, I'm sorry, Vasal, Rimos, Vyezavar, Valiel, Vismachayu, Vyumachas, Ubenayahu, Armachaylim, they were the supervisors. Begidimiyad, Konanya, Shimi, Achav. They were the officers serving under these two overseers, which were who? Kananya and Shimi, his brother. Katalikin, they were the overseers. Bimifkad, Chizkiyo, they were appointed by Chizkiyo, Amelech, Vaziro, Nagid, and Azariyo, the Nagid, Bisalakim, the, the commissioner of the house of Hashem, Amelech, Akoin, Gado. That's the end of those jobs. Again, two with seven and three. When they would sign, doesn't necessarily mean sign, it means when they would seal the money in the treasury. What was the process? The Gizbar, the treasurer would sign. And you would give it over to the Amarkal, to the supervisor. Amarkal, Chaisim, and Asul, like to this, to the overseer. And then the same thing in reverse. Whenever they open up the treasure vaults, Hamelech Rayech Chaysmayumatya. The first the king would sign. Kaigadl Rayech Chaysmayumatya. Katlikin and the overseer Rayech Chaysmayumatya. Amrachel the supervisor Rayech Chaysmayumatya. Then finally Gizbar Rayech Chaysmayumatya, and the Gizbar would deal with the money. Says the Gemara in Eisit Shara Zibar B'Mamid Bachs Mishnayim. We never give a job less than two people. Or Am Nachman Shem Rav Mana Al Shem. Where we learn this out from? Vehim Yichus Azavas Chizus Der Gamon. It says Vehim and then meaning the plural, showing us that whenever you're dealing with something in public, you always need to have two people in charge. Now we continue dealing with Moshe Rabbeinu. Where did Moshe Rabbeinu become wealthy? First, opinion says it was from the Pseilis, the fragments of the Luchais. That's how Moshe Rabbeinu got his wealth. I'm sorry, this is the Raya Pseilicha. That the fragments are going to be for you, Moshe Rabbeinu had a quarry 
of fine gems and stones inside his tent. That's how we got rich. rich that they gazed after Moshe until he came into his tent. Why were they looking at Moshe Rabbeinu as he went into the tent? They said to Moshe Rabbeinu, it's incredible, as you see how they can talk about uh, Moshe Rabbeinu this way. Look at his thick thighs. Look at his plump legs. Look at his fatty flesh. Where does Moshe Rabbeinu get all this from? He's eating from the Jews. He's drinking from the Jews. All the money he has is embezzled from the Jews. says no. They were standing outside saying, Wow, what a tremendous chos. We could only get a little bit closer to Moshe Rabbeinu. So there are two opinions where Moshe Rabbeinu's wealth came from, and two opinions what the people were staring at Moshe Rabbeinu for. Says the Mishnah, this is the final Mishnah. No, it is not. I'm sorry. Halacha Gimel says the Mishnah. There were four seals, tokens in the base of Mikdash, and they said in these tokens, Egel, Zachar, Gedi, and Chaite. It said in them, Egel, Kav, Gedi, Ram. I'm sorry, Egel, Zachar is a ram, Gedi is a kid, and Chaite is a sinner. And let's just take note that it just says Chaite referred to one sinner, it's talking about the Mitzayra, but doesn't differentiate what level of wealth the Mitzayra has. Whereas Ben Azai, the second opinion, comes along in Aymer, hey, there were five different Chaisamai, saw you. It was written in Armenian, Egel Dechar Gdi, Chaite Dao Chaite Asher. So the difference between Ben Azai and the first opinion is that it says Chaite Dao Chaite Asher, the rich sinner and the poor sinner is referring to the Mitzayra, rich and poor, and the Gemara will elaborate on this fact. Egel Meshamesh. Now the Gemara explains that the eagle, the calf, was used in Nishei Bakar, was used with the Nisachim of cattle, Gedalim, Ukitanim, Zacharim, Unikevais, large, small, female, male, Gedim, Misham, Eishim, Nishei Asayim. The goats, would, the kids, I'm sorry, would be used with the the Nisachim, the pourings of the flock, the sheep and the goats. Gedalim, Ukitanim, Zacharim, Unikevais, Chotz, Mishal Elim, except for the rams, Ayel Misham Shem Nishchei there was a separate libation, separate pouring in the Mizbeach for the rams, Bilvat. Chaitei Misham Shem Nishchei Shalosh Behemais, a Chaitei, who is referring to a sinner, which we said before, is referring to the Mitzayra, is uses three animals for his Tzairas, which we'll see more in the Gemara. Now the Mishnah explains what exactly happened. Shal Mitzayra, I'm sorry. Someone who needed Nisachim needed to pour wine in the Mizbech. He went to Yechanan, who was in charge of the Chaysamus, he gave him money, and he got a token. He went to his... He went to the person named Achia. Shimon al-Asachim, who's in charge of the pouring. So we gave him the token. And he got whatever libations, pourings he needed. In the evening, So Achia met Yoichran. Achia met Yoichran. So Machabel connect the mice. And they, you know, checks and balances. They they put the coins next to how much wine and oil were given. And Apostle, Apostle, Lord, Yishalim Yoichran, If it's not enough, then Yoichran had to pay off. And then Hektish would gain. Why is similar? That's what we saw two days ago. She had hectic, the hectic always gets on the upper hand. Misha Avir Chaisama, if someone lost his token, Mountain Layer Arab, they wait until the evening. Now, let's say when they did the checks and balances, they realized, wait, there's one amount missing. So, nice and light, they will give it to the one who lost his coin. He will lose out. And not only was that written on the coins, but the coins also had the exact day on, written on them in order to make sure that no one would 
would deceive and steal from the base of Mikdash, which we'll see. Let's just begin. The Gemara says the Gemara. According to Ben Azai, why was there a separate token, right? We started the Mishnah, we said Tanakhama said there's four, Ben Azai said there's five. What was the fifth? Because the poor sinner and the rich sinner, the Mitzayra, the two types of Mitzayras. Says the Gemara, but according to Ben Azai, who Ben Azai held that there was this fifth coin, so what do you differentiate? Says the Gemara, Lugai Imai. The poor sinner, the poor Mitzayra would bring in his own lug of wine. He did not have to buy it from the Pesach Migdash. Bram Kirabanan, maybe Gidi, maybe Gidi. Again, so according to Ben Azai, according to Ben Azai, I'm sorry, one more time. Actually, you know what? I think we're just going to start this tomorrow, Mirza Hashem.